Welcome to the Adventure Mechanic side quest, and today it's just me, Chandler. As I've gotten feedback from early playtesting, I found that I've kind of lost sight of my initial design. The initial design for Cartographer, what I'm renaming my prototype I was calling the Mapper, was for it to be a casual style cartography game. As I've designed it, however, it's become more reflected of the type of game that I've been playing, i.e. games that tend to be played more in rounds rather than a casual experience. This made me realize that I never really went through and defined what a casual game was for me. So, for this side quest, I'm going to be diving in and trying to explore what, exactly, is a casual game. The most common definition I could find was a game that was easy to pick up and easy to put down. But what does that mean? Are sports games a subgenre of casual games? Is a one-on-one -on -one fighting game? By this vague definition, they very well might be. That doesn't feel right, though. A sports game is pick up and play with a relatively short time commitment, but if it's American football or cricket, the player will need to have at least some basic understanding of the rules of game, which adds a bit of a barrier. A more complex game is less approachable to new players, and a casual game is supposed to be inviting. In the same vein, fighting games seem to fall flat in terms of complexity. Sure, just playing a casual round of Street Fighter may be a quick pickup, but the complexity of the metagame can quickly turn off a filthy casual like myself. The competitive skill ceiling also makes playing with your more talented buddies far less interesting. A skilled player will stomp on a new player way more often than that new player will be able to beat the skilled player. That's not really approachable as a casual game to play. I think this limited definition of a casual game needs to be a little bit more fleshed out. What do I think it means? Well, a casual game still needs to be easy to pick up and put down, but the controls also need to be more intuitive as well. If we take those requirements and rework the definition to something that encompasses all of it, we can get to the first part of the casual game definition. A casual game is limited in scope and complexity. That means that a casual game won't have an overwhelming number of mechanics and won't have too many controls. Moreover, any controls that are in the game need to be as clear as possible, be it through instructions to the game or leveraging the player's intuitions. Any unexplained instructions will need to be intentional choices, not something that was overlooked in development. That's great and all, but that now begins to include games like Diablo. Is Diablo a casual game too? Is the core gameplay loop in Diablo of killing, looting, and equipping lending itself to a casual game? It doesn't really feel like it should. There's an urgency and aggressiveness in the gameplay that doesn't really lend itself to a more casual game. So, to better define a casual game, I'll need to refine the definition again. It needs to have less urgency than a game like Diablo. A calmer core gameplay loop is necessary. Twitch reactions and deep strategic thinking aren't really part of the core gameplay loop for most casual games. That means a casual game needs to have a calmer core gameplay loop. That takes the definition of a casual game to be a game that's easy to pick up and put down with a limited scope and complexity and has a calmer core gameplay loop. Does that mean we have a good definition of the genre for Cartographer? Well, not really. Casual games as defined will certainly include Cartographer, but it doesn't quite fully encompass the core of what it will be. After all, Cards Against Humanity could be called a casual game, as with any other party game for that matter. What I envision Cartago Tour to be is something called a life sim. 
A life sim is a subgenre of casual game that focuses on some specific aspect of life that the player may or may not be familiar with. If the player is already familiar with what the core gameplay loop is in the life simulator, like in Cooking Mama when you know you have to do the up and down motion to cut the vegetables, the developer will be able to leverage that to ease the player into the game faster. Just having that one definition doesn't really encompass all of what makes a life sim though. Could a puzzle game like Tetris be a life sim? I mean, you do have experience stacking boxes in real life. That does kind of fit in our current definition of a casual game, but it doesn't really feel like it should be included in it, does it? Sure, you could play it alone and have a blast, but ideally, a life sim is something that's shared. A high score just doesn't feel like it's enough to me. So what if we add a life sim that has some sort of social aspect? That would exclude straight puzzle games from the life sim genre. But what does including a social aspect mean? The obvious answer is that it has people playing the game together. Two people playing something like Stardew Valley is obviously social. But if the multiplayer update wasn't added to it, does the original Stardew Valley still count as a life sim? I would argue yes. That's because having a social aspect doesn't necessarily mean that there has to be multiple players in the same game world. What about the interactions that the players have with NPCs? Trading doing favors for, and talking with people are all things that we expect to be able to do with people in our daily lives. Who knows, even sometimes being able to romance them, depending on who and what their preferences are. That brings back the pre-multiplayer update of Stardew Valley back into a life sim. Life sims will also need to have some sort of major goal. Sandbox worlds where the player can make their own goals are great, but a life sim doesn't really need to be open like that at all. Take Papers, Please as an example. It's a life sim of a very limited aspect of a person's life, their job. They don't have the freedom of doing whatever they want. They don't get to explore their home when they're off shift. The player is only experiencing what it's like to be a border guard at a border crossing. This is a more guided goal meant to evoke a very specific feeling. Creating a game with a goal where the intent is to get the player into that same desperate mental state of a border guard that's underpaid is acceptable. Our definition of a life sim needs to include this. If we add that to our definition of what a life sim is, we end up with this definition. A game that is simulating some portion of a person's life with a social aspect and either open or directed goals. Whew, that's a lot of defining. But now we have a definition for what exactly I want Cartographer to be. This is going to be a casual life simulator. In the next side quest, I'll be going over what that means for the game and if I need to adjust anything already implemented or change what I'm working on putting into it right now. If you have any comments or suggestions or think I'm using a bad definition of what it is to be a casual game or a life sim, reach out to me on Twitter as at JC Suron. This has been the Adventure Mechanics, and I'm Chandler. I'll talk with you next time.